to Navigating Change, everybody, the podcast from Tybal Inc. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with Howard Tybal. Howard, how are you, my friend? And I'm here with Pete Wright. That's the stuff right there. I have something to tell you. Tell me. Oh, no. Is it, do I know this already? Is this good news? It's our, it's our centennial anniversary. Oh, my goodness. We've I been know. doing this for 100 years. 100 years. Did you get me anything? I, like I'm I, expecting, I, like, a, I don't know, some sort of a fan. Like an, an Apple Watch would be great. Did you get me an Apple Watch? I assume you already have the Apple Watch, Pete. No, I've been waiting. I've been holding off for this episode. I expect oh. 100 episodes gets presents, I thought. I thought that was the yeah. thing. That, you know what? And I was looking every day in my door whether it was coming my way, you know? <laughs> so listen, oh. how about if let's share the love. Let's, this would be like one of those uh, those blind gift things. You know what I like. I know what you like. We'll take care of it. Uh, we or, or we could get all of our guests. I thought you were going to say it was like an Oprah thing. You get an Apple Watch and you get an Apple Watch. And just give Apple Watches no, to everybody. No, I no, don't know. No promises. No, not, no Oprah thing. I'm not giving you <laughs> Oprah thing. Well, uh, so this is it, 100 episodes, and we are talking about— Darn. I, I, almost, I, I almost said the wrong—I can be careful. We're talking about the, you know, the Jesuits. I'm, 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 I'm additionally mindful <laughs> whenever I'm around the Jesuits and the community about good behavior, good language. And, and that's a good thing for me because I can sometimes step, step out of line. But go ahead. What it were is, you going to no, say? No, I was just going to tell you that. I, I imagine that that is a, a really good thing. You, you need occasionally to hit conferences that raise your bar. <laughs> In terms of personal behavior. Before we get started, though, you can find out more about Navigating Change at TybalLink.com, or you can subscribe to the show by email, iTunes, or your podcast app of choice, as well as find us on Twitter and LinkedIn. We'd love to hear from you, all of that, at TybalLink.com. Okay, back to the Jesuits. So you are at the, uh, the, the Association of Jesuit Colleges and Universities uh, Finance Officers meeting just wrapped up their annual conference at Fordham University in New York City. And uh, you were on hand with our friends from Loyola to discuss a new way of proceeding, Loyola's uh, Administrative and Academic Review. You have heard us talk about this project before on the podcast in our series on Loyola's work some months ago this week. Uh, we're going to look back a little bit on that project, but mostly looking forward as to what the team, the leadership team at Loyola, has learned in uh, in your reflection and preparing for this presentation. What what did you learn about this uh, uh, about this project, knowing as much and as invested as you were in it? What did you learn on this reflection? So, if you don't remember, this project was a new way of proceeding, which really meant uh, a way of looking at involving and engaging the community in being innovative, finding solutions around cost, finding new revenue opportunities, and bringing in probably 150 people from across campus, faculty, staff, administrators, and even students to be part of that conversation. And at the Finance Officers Conference, which was a privilege to be at again, the last time I was there was in Seattle, I had the chance to talk with Randy Getzler uh, and Terry, unfortunately, Steve Fowle, who is on sabbatical, was not able to be there. But in terms of your question, what what have they learned? I, I think that after this period of time, on some level, and there's no way to get around this, uh, everyone's got back to their work. But I think the institution has teed up this idea that this is not over, that the, some of these ideas in the early stages, and they were able to realize, and, and Randy can talk about this, uh, ways of finding $5 million in revenue, and they, they did make changes in their workforce. So it was absolutely a financial focus, but at the same time, it really was a cultural focus. It was, it was saying, can we look at ourselves and make tough decisions? And and in reflection after this period of time, I, I think that 
at least the two of them and from other people I've spoken to at Loyola, I think they're very clear that this was a very positive exercise to practice stepping outside of our comfort zones. Okay, so what does that look like in terms of the the financial success? That's that's sort of one side of the conversation, but but in terms of the impact on the institution and the impact on, in particular, uh, the Jesuit institution, how did that that play? Well, what's interesting, you know, there's two pieces of this because you know one of the things I asked them to share was what were some of the ideas that move forward. Uh, you know, they created a new school for continuing ed. They increased the, they increased their online presence for graduate programs. They created a mini master, short courses over the summer term. Uh, they did some tough things like looking at employee benefits uh, and they looked at the workforce, critical examination, and they did reduce their workforce uh, by a certain number. That was something they had never done before. So that is, that is an exercise for any institution that's tough. What makes it especially interesting and I think tougher and, and I've done work with Jesuit schools since Boston College back in 2003, uh, up until today with many Jesuit schools. And, and, and I love working with them because they are very much focused on what it means to take care of the whole person. So it was the, when I went to my first Jesuit uh, retreat that I was leading with the president, they got up and you know they, they started with a reflection. And like you never see this happen or rarely on any other institutions. But what makes it tough, Pete, is that because there is so much a focus on taking care of the whole person, that when this project was framed, it really focused on this idea of uh, these principles, manifesting the Jesuit focus on care for the whole person, carry out the work with integrity, openness, and transparency, engage each other respectfully and charitably. I mean, who would argue with that, right, Pete? Yeah, no one. I mean, that is wonderful. But the interpretation of caring for the whole person pushes on some tough conversations, which is, is it caring for the whole person if you look at, do we have the right workforce here? And I think for Jesuit schools, this is a really particularly hard conversation because people will say, if you're really caring for the whole person, then why are you looking at potentially changing the workforce structure or downsizing or looking at benefits? And one of the dilemmas is, is that if you're gonna if, if you're not gonna look at cost, it's a non-issue. But if you are gonna look at the cost structure, you have to be willing to look at the people cost. And I think they navigated that beautifully. But as I as I look out at the audience of the other 27 Jesuit schools, I think it was probably in all their minds wondering how far can we push. Uh, so that's that's one takeaway that uh, I think was important. The other takeaway that I took from this was that everybody is already doing something. You know, we didn't. This was not rocket science. I think what we showed them was a way to do it that truly was bottom-up and top-down. Uh, every school could point to how they're engaging or attempting to engage the campus. I think there's much more opportunity to push the envelope. And the challenge is getting in the door to have these conversations with the cabinet. Because, and again, this is not isolated to Jesuit schools. There is a relatively insular focus that cabinets have, especially around utilizing outside people. You know, the, the wonderful thing that 
Terry and Randy spoke to. Terry more than Randy, because I've known Randy for a while, but Terry is the head of administration, also representing Steve, who's on finance or on uh, faculty. Ike, did I say that? Oh, if he's I listening. Know, he's, that's that's going to oh, make that's him turn it. over in his sabbatical. Right, <laughs> exactly. So what Terry articulated, which I absolutely see when I'm invited to uh, meet with cabinets and presidents, is that the first time I went in there, uh, Loyola has a culture of not wanting to use consultants. And that, I mean, I just the plain talk around that, I think everybody in the room would say that. Now, you have to use consultants uh, for certain things conceivably, but he really pointed to the resistance on some level of the outside perspective. Now, I don't think that's what they'd say. I think what they're what they're railing against is poor consulting, right? And there's a there can be a history of somebody, a consultant coming in and having it be self-focused. It's like about me and what I want to get out of this and trying to stay attached for multiple years, and it's about my revenue. But what was interesting was is that Terry pointed to that – Part of the thing to overcome was to be willing to open the door and let someone outside with a different perspective see what's going on. And I think the Jesuits have both this incredibly positive community that is supportive. And it really was an amazing event. The uh, The president of Fordham spoke, and he was so inspiring uh, right before one of the dinners. Uh, you know, and even as a Jewish guy, I got to tell you, I'm like, I'm loving it, you know? <laughs> I just tell you. Know, you. I'm telling you. So they have this wonderful camaraderie, community, and they very much work with each other to the extent that they can to to support each other each other's work. So one of the lessons for them is also to step outside their own community because there's so much more there's so much work happening outside of the Jesuit network that I think more and more finance, business officers, and even presidents would benefit from getting exposed to. Now, there's obviously a time issue, but as I looked around the room and and looked to see how many of these people I see, for example, at the National Association of College University Business Officers, I see a handful. And and I think there's a missed opportunity for some of them. So if any of them are listening, I'm I'm hoping that they consider, well, maybe I should be looking uh, in other areas for innovation or ways of approaching my work. Does does this outside perspective, do you think that really gets to this idea around uh, sort of fighting that resistance to change? You know, when you're when you're focused, as you say, so much on taking care of the whole person and there is that that inherent conflict in in the the model of um, prioritizing institutional well-being versus against individual well-being is it the outside perspective that they sort of lean on to to help move through some of these more difficult um, I, I should say philosophical uh, quandaries when you when you bring in somebody I don't whether it's a consultant or a leader from another institution to take a look and see what you're doing you can see things that you can't see and you know culture is a funny thing. You know, the more I talk about culture, the more I realize that culture is something that you sort of look at in the rearview mirror. When you're in the middle of it, you're not really aware of it. And I painted a picture for them how both culture 
is the thing that we're most proud of, you know, the way we graduate our students, the way our buildings and campus looks, the statues on our campuses, uh, the way we've evolved our athletic programs and these beautiful facilities, uh, the, the way we're taking care of students in, in, the, in the unique way we do it. At the same time, the culture is something that holds us back from thinking differently. You know, I, more and more, I think the way to simply think about culture is think about tradition. You know, and and tradition is something that we 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 really espouse. You go into any website of an institution, you can see what they consider to be their unique traits. At the same time, I think we get caught up in those, and it makes it hard to look at what we can do differently. And, and that to me is the difference here is that whether you hire somebody from the outside or get – but find ways to step outside your view of what is tradition and what do we want to retain and what are we willing to examine? You know, I was I was going to ask you, I think, the question that fits that answer, which is if you could take any one big key lesson and apply it to the, the work that you do with other institutions, the one key thing you wish other institutions would have heard from your experience at AJCU, what would it be? You think that's it? I think it's that, but I think that other institutions on the other side would look at this community of Jesuit finance officers and be blown away by the connections they have. I mean, think about it. There are 28 Jesuit schools in in this country, right? So that in itself creates a certain kind of bond that if you look at the publics or the privates of the liberal arts, you, you don't have that same opportunity. So, so I think that from the outside, you would see something that you would recognize as unique. Uh, what I would say to Jesuit business officers, find ways to step outside your own comfort zone and, and look and see what others are doing because there's great innovation happening, out, happening outside in the broader education market. I love it. That's, a, that's how we're going to wrap it up. The AJCU Finance Officers Meeting 2015. If you love it, Pete, you know, that's that's all that matters. I am the ultimate arbiter of uh, of quality conversation on this show. I'm sorry you didn't know that. <laughs> Thank you, Howard Teibel, for uh, for uh, jumping in here and sharing your experience at the, at the AJCU uh, Finance Officers Meeting. AJCUNet.edu uh, to learn a little bit more about the Association of Jesuit Colleges and Universities. Uh, sounds like a great show. So uh, yeah. glad to have you back in circulation, uh, my friend. I'm back. All right. We Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, and we'll catch you next week on episode 101 of Navigating Change, the podcast from Tybal Inc. Of Hazards. Mm-hmm.